Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Joe Biden was very excited. He was able to get out of the basement, got to put on his big boy clothes, and then introduced his vice presidential running mate. So now we need to get to work pulling this nation out of these crises we find ourselves in, getting our economy back on track, uniting this nation, and yes, winning the battle for the soul of America. My fellow Americans, now let me introduce to you for the first time, your next vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Kamala, the floor is yours. Yeah, he's like the it's like the Michael Buffer of politics. Now there is a weird thing going on with Kamala Harris. And it has nothing to do with Kamala Harris, although there is a website. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Go on. Go to it right now. Don't waste time. KamalaHarris.info. And you go to KamalaHarris.info, and the first thing you see is a picture of Kamala Harris. Big smile on her face. Oh, wow. And it says, Kamala Harris for arresting the people. Yeah, no, it, it, it says that. And then it goes through the list. Kept nonviolent criminals in jail to put out forest fires. Right, because they were they were put into forced labor, according to the L.A. Times. Put parents in jail for children skipping school and then laughed about it. I often say she put the kids in school. She put the parents, I mean, put the kids in jail. She put the parents in jail. I don't want to get that story wrong, so I apologize if I did. Tony Katz, by the way. Tony Katz today, great to be with you. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Twitter and Instagram, Tony Katz. KamalaHarris.info. Opposed DNA testing that might get an innocent black man off death row. Defended the death penalty. Supported civil asset forfeiture to seize property without any charges. I despise civil asset forfeiture. And there are people on the political right who are fine with it. They're just wrong and they need to be fought everywhere. And then, of course, Kamala Harris believes the accusers of Joe Biden. Which is the most unbelievable and criminally insane part, she does. She believes them. I believe them, and I, I respect um, them being able to tell their story and having courage. So you think that they're telling the truth when they say Joe Biden was sexually inappropriate or worse with them, up to and including, as is alleged, insertion. And you're still like, oh, I can't wait to be your vice president. <laughs> But that's not the story. The story is exactly how many ways today's press is going to lie to you. And they're so busy lying, they don't even notice how odd the lie is. It started on the day of the announcement. I mean, follow follow me through here. Follow me through to the end. Let me know what you think. Twitter, uh, at Tony Katz, just reach out. It started with the day of the announcement, and the New York Times referred to Kamala Harris as a pragmatic moderate. And doesn't matter who you are, pragmatic moderate. Man, that that's a lot of drugs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only health that's ever 
I mean, nobody, nobody has ever said that about Kamala Harris ever. And that, that's, that's a clear lie to make people think that this is a, a cool, calm, collected uh, choice that's really going to bring balance to the ticket. You see just another pragmatic moderate, which is exactly what America needs. Pragmatic moderate. Something hit me about that. It was the lie, but it was... Why would you say that? I mean, it's such a lie. She she wants to ban fracking. She's anti-gun. She's anti-religious freedom. Uh, why, why would you say pragmatic moderate? Then you have George Stephanopoulos on ABC. This comes from the middle of the road, moderate wing of the Democratic uh, Party, not the first choice of progressives, but Joe Biden banking that this historic move as the first woman of color on a national ticket will overcome that. Middle of the road, moderate wing of the party. She literally, as Attorney General of California, wrote a brief to the Supreme Court on the Hobby Lobby case saying they should be forced to provide abortion care because when you are a for-profit company, you lose that right to practice your religion (laughs) and have religious beliefs. Middle of the road, moderate wing. Something's not right about that. Then you have the Washington Post. You have the Washington Post saying, and in their opinion pages, Kamala Harris is a small C conservative party friendly pick, which makes her just right for Biden. Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. Small C conservative? Guys, I've been a conservative most of my life. Lately, I question whether I'm not just a classical liberal and put an end to it all. Right? I, I, I would argue I am a classical liberal, but I would call myself a conservative. Small C conservative? I've never heard a day in my life. I have seen small L liberal before. I have never ever encountered small C conservative, meaning that they're, they lean, you know, they're more conservative leaning, but they're not a, a full blown conservative. What in the world? You have George Stephanopoulos lying. You have uh, the New York Times lying, the Washington Post lying. Let's go back to a town hall with Kamala Harris. When she was running for president of the United States, being asked the question regarding the environment. Implementing a federal ban on fracking your first day in office, adding the United States to the list of countries who have banned this devastating practice. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. So, yeah, and and starting. That position costs her the Midwest. We know this. I swear to you, we are so far ahead of this curve. Western Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. I think it costs Nebraska. I think it costs the Dakotas. It costs Indiana. It co- Not only does it cost the places that have fracking, it costs the places that don't have fracking because they recognize the value of a large fuel supply that brings down the cost of fuel that makes it easier to run all the equipment necessary to, I don't know, grow our food or build our widgets. 
It, it, it is, she's a disaster. That's not a moderate policy. If she said, well, I'm fine with fracking, but I don't want fracking taking place in those areas that are really fragile ecosystems. There are places that can handle fracking, but there are some that just can't. And we need to be very, very sure that we're fracking in areas that really it is not bringing about a level of 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 devastation. We absolutely need the energy. It cannot be denied. It's much better than being dependent on foreign oil. We can do this properly in the places we can't. We shouldn't. And then if she said, I, I oppose uh, uh, fracking or, or engaging in any level of drilling in Anwar, well, then people can yell about that, uh, right? But that would be a more moderating position. She doesn't believe in it. Nothing makes sense here, though. Nothing makes sense here because we know for fact that Joe Biden is fighting to get the progressive wing of the party to vote for him. He is fighting to get the Bernie bros on his side. That's why you see all this talk from Bernie Sanders uh, about how we're coming uh, to, to deals and we're not getting you know everything we want, but we're doing much better. It's, it's how you get uh, Representative Pramila Jayapal. A, a radical leftist uh, to to make the claim that you know what we're 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 working with him and we're able to kind of move him. I will be pushing him. I will, you know, as soon as we get him in the White House and even before um, with these task forces that we had, we were able to significantly push Joe Biden to do things that he hadn't signed on to before. So. Those task forces are run by Bernie Sanders and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It is the move to the left. When you get the nomination, you're supposed to move to the center. He's still tacking left. His vice presidential pick is attack to the left. Everything you're hearing from the party is about attack to the left. So why in the world would the New York Times, George Stephanopoulos of ABC News and the Washington Post push this idea of Kamala Harris as a moderate? doesn't make sense unless, of course, you understand how much they hate you. This is about lying. This is about catching them in a lie. We see Joe Biden tacking left, yet you have three news sources that are supposed to be the reputable news sources that we trust telling us how she's a moderate. We know it not to be true. We have her in her own words. We have what Joe Biden is doing. We have what those people around him are doing to Joe Biden and bragging about. They're lying to you. They are proudly lying to you. This isn't journalism. This is propaganda. This is, this is collusion. This is violence. That you would have major news organizations engaging First Amendment protections to then work together to push what they know to be a lie. Because nobody who is engaged with those kinds of news outlets would actually believe such a thing. They must know, they must be somehow in on the joke. I don't know if they got the email that I didn't get because it's clearly a joke if you call Kamala Harris a small C conservative. It's a lie. And media is lying to you. Let me give you another example of this very strange happening. I did an interview yesterday with Senator Todd Young of Indiana right here on this show. And uh, the senator uh, tweeted it out. 
And oh my goodness gracious, you you think you get hate uh, on Twitter. Dear Lord, people are angry and they've got a lot of free time. Oh, uh, you you did this, you're terrible here, you should resign here, you're a rhino here, you're the oh no matter which side he's getting punched. But a lot of people had written you're upset with the Democrats. You know, they they passed their bill in May. Where have you been? First, it doesn't matter that they passed their bill in May. It's a terrible bill. I don't care when they passed their bill. $3.5 trillion of nonsense. Of nonsense. And then their answer is, we'll meet us halfway. No, no, I don't think I'm going to meet you at all. You have to stop what you're doing and come join us. It's a negotiation, people. Sometimes it's rough and tumble. But some other people said the Republican Coronavirus Relief Bill, the HEALS Act, has like $220 billion for military assets. Is that necessary? Is, is that what we mean about no pork in the bill? Now, I'm, I'm in favor of more money for the military now more than ever, specifically in the world of uh, uh, cybersecurity, which is a nonpartisan subject, which is, say, a bipartisan subject. You can get everybody in America on to spending real money on cybersecurity. I don't know why the president doesn't go forward with trying to do just that and, and bring some people in, force them into the fold right before the election. But isn't it odd that the people who are complaining that the Republicans haven't come to the table and Republicans are saying, well, there's too much, you know, too much nonsense in 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 this uh, legislation from the Democrats. The people who are complaining are complaining about nonsense in the bill from Republicans. So you agree that $3.5 trillion is too much if you agree that $1 trillion is too much for a second round or a third round, whatever round we are, on coronavirus stimulus relief. Don't you find that to be a strange argument that you want the Republicans to spend more, but you're complaining about what they're spending on in their stimulus package? Doesn't that strike you as just weird? Because it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It does not connect. If someone says to me, hey, I know you don't want to spend $3.5 trillion, but Republicans have got over $200 billion in things in, in their stimulus relief bill that don't involve stimulus relief. You know what I say? Well, then get rid of the $220 billion. I don't say, well, then let's find some compromise at $1.8 billion. It doesn't make any sense. For the New York Times, for George Stephanopoulos and ABC News, for the Washington Post to push the idea that Kamala Harris is a moderate doesn't make any sense. And the only thing that does make sense is that they're lying to you. The only thing that makes sense when you hear these ridiculous responses about Republican spending and and coronavirus relief bill is that they only object to the idea that Republicans have other priorities. What they want is more money and they just will take anything they can get. They don't actually care about relieving people, helping people, making people's lives easier during uh, shutdowns and destroying livelihoods. They don't give a damn about it. They care about their pet projects and demand Republicans give them something. My father... More than 20 years ago, once said, he said it more than once, as we were watching this slow descent into madness, and my father is a, a, a long-time watcher, 
said eventually you will see the day where people carry signs that say, give me something. They will go to protests and they will go to marches and they'll stand on street corners with signs that say, give me something. Well, dad, you have been proven right. Because the people complaining about Republican spending don't care about Democratic spending as long as they get something. They don't even know what they're getting. They don't know why it benefits them as long as we get something. And they're willing to lie and willing to obfuscate and willing to completely put their heads in the sand on the truth in order to get their way. The press is more than happy to lie. They know Joe Biden is tacking further left. They know the progressives are in charge of the party. They know they can't win an election without the progressives. Look at the primary win of Ilhan Omar, of Rashida Tlaib, of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Take a look at the primary win of Cori Bush in St. Louis or Jamal Bowman in New York. The more progressive they are winning, which is a learning lesson, people. Don't shy away from who you are. Walk right through the wall. Walk through the wall. They elect anti-Semites proudly. Not one, not two, but three. That's right. I'm saying all three members of the squad that I just mentioned. Tlaib, Omar, and Ocasio-Cortez, anybody who hangs out with Jeremy Corbyn, that's an anti-Semite in my book. Quote me, I'm fine. I have no fear. You got to hold true. People respond to it. The New York Times, the Washington Post, the ABC, they are lying. And they're lying because they will make the assumption that you don't see the hard left tack on the other side. Maybe they can swing some people sitting on the fence. Maybe they could just make you think, well, you know what? It's a moderate ticket. And I think moderate will be good right now. And it's not people who, you know, they're, they're living their lives. And maybe they're not paying as much attention as possibly you and me. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a moderate. And that, you know, that's good. It's Joe. He's a moderate guy, you know, and, and everything will be fine. We could use a little bit of that right now. Yeah. So, so okay. That's their hope. Their hope is based on lying to America. My advice, let's not let them. I'm Tony Katz.